Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. The following is a presentation of Podcast One. What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? Eric Bowling and Brett Favre on everything from politics and sports to business and culture. This year has been insane. I got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off, then quit. That man right there, number four, Brett Favre. The first NFL completion, and it's to himself. It's big time and prime time. That's why Brett Favre is Brett Favre. Now it's Bowling with Favre. All right, here we are. Episode one, Brett. What do you think of that? Number one. Let's just hope uh, it's one of many. One of many. So, Bowling with Favre, um, people say, what's, what's, what's that all about? And, you know, I come from a TV background. But we have number four there. The number four Hall of Fame Super Bowl quarterback. Won a super, he's got the Super Bowl ring to prove it. Um, we're going to do a podcast. And as that little intro pointed out, we're going to talk about everything. We have, absolutely have to talk about the Super Bowl, get down and deep into it, some betting lines. I have some ideas on that over under 56 and a half. But I want to talk about other things too. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking through the topics. And uh, first of all, an hour will go by fast. But so. secondly, I'm going to learn some stuff today uh, about currency. Mm. Bitcoin. Doggy coin? Yeah, I, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start. Let, let, let's do this. Can we start with the Super Bowl? Um, Might as well. Why not? Got the Hall of Famer with us. Mahomes, Brady, let's start with that. Old guy, young guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else can be said about Tom that hasn't already been said, but um, he continues to, you know, to I, – I, I don't want to say impress. I don't want to say to surprise or shock. Um, the guy is just great. Has, has always been great. And the few times that people have said he's finished or, you know, this is not his year or, or whatever, much like the Super Bowl in which they played Atlanta, they're down, what, 28-3 and a half. And I remember watching the game, and, and they had a lot of pressure on, on Tom in the first half. Uh, and one of the defensive linemen for the Falcons, as they were exiting – for halftime, I don't know what he said, but he said something to Tom, and I could tell that uh, it was like ru- kind of rubbing it in your face. And Tom looked back at him, and, you know, it, almost like, "Okay, well, there's still a half left." I don't, I don't know what he said, but the second half was. I, I was thinking to myself, "That's probably a little premature to be counting Tom Brady yeah, out." So, so you know, so my point is nothing. Surprised me with Tom, uh, and you know I said this at the start of the year that uh, if they can protect him, they could compete for the Super Bowl. Yeah, and here we are. Talk to me a little bit about um, Patrick Mahomes. I've never seen. I'm watching football for 50 years. I've never seen someone throw passes from so many different angles: sidearm, underarm, flips, no looks. Yeah, you know. It, I sort of compare myself to him a little bit, but the difference is uh, I, I threw it from from everywhere, um, but I was not near as polished. So he has all the bag of tricks, but it but it's a, a finished polished product. In other words, he doesn't t- turn the ball over. It's hard to play reckless and and not turn the ball over. 
And he, he just, you know, he protects the ball, but he still throws the ball. C- controlled ball. mayhem. Yeah. Comes and, from I, everywhere. I, and, and Aaron Rodgers is maybe not as flamboyant with where the ball comes from, but he's also one of those that have put it in the tight spaces, but not turn the ball over. And to me, that's what's so impressive about both those guys. But Mahomes, you know, barring injury, he's had a couple of concussions, uh, a foot deal. Uh, he's missed a few games because of that. But if he can stay relatively healthy, uh, in he, today's he, game, he could rewrite the record book. A couple of weeks ago, Brett, he got his bell rung yeah. pretty, pretty severely, right? And then they, they did the con- concussion protocol. He came back and had a great game, won the AFC Championship. Um, it, any lingering effects from, from that kind of hit where it may show up in, in the Super Bowl? What little bit I know about concussions, uh, which is very little, and I think even the experts, very little. Uh, but what little bit I do know, I think that there's always a possibility that there there could be some lingering effects. And, that, and that's what basically when we talk about concussions now as opposed to before the movie Concussion came out, before there was any protocol in place, you, you know, say back when you and I were in high school, you get a concussion, whether you played football or not, you're on the playground, you get a concussion, you go in, the teacher or the coach is like, get your ass back out there. You know, yeah. don't be a baby. It's a, it's a different time, though. Different times now. Yeah. So what little bit we know, uh, the problem is is the after effects. You, you know, uh, a year, two weeks, three years, whatever. It, it's when you think you're fine. You, <laughs> So 297 consecutive starts. That is probably a stat that will never be broken. That, that's a record. Um, you must have gotten your bell rung. You must have had a hit like that a couple of times. What, just what goes through your mind? How do you, how do you get yourself back up off the turf and get back in there? I can't tell you how many times. Um, I, I, do, I do know this. Only twice in my NFL career, which was 20 years, did I ever get – a concussion where I was out for any period of time, mm-hmm. and just twice. So, I'm talking to Doctor Amalu, who Will Smith portrayed in the mm-hmm. movie Concussion. I'm talking to him on the phone, and I, I we talked about concussions, and he said, "How many do you think you have?" I said, "I think I had two. And he said, "How long did you play?" I said, "I played 20 years." And he said, "No, you had way more." And I said, "Really." Uh, how, what makes you say that? I said, I don't, there's only twice that I, I was out for a, you know a period of time. He said, how many times did you get sacked and you had ringing in years? Or you had like uh, fireworks go off or something? I said, I can't tell you how many times. That, and he goes, those are concussions. Mm. He said, think of them as from a boxing perspective, the jabs rather than the knockout blow. What you're comparing to is the knockout blow, but the jabs do the most harm. So thousands of those. And he said that's where the, you know, it it gets real tricky and scary. But, you know, I, I played in an era where if my bell was rung, you just shook it off, a little ammonia cap, and go back in. Um, or never leave out. And um, because – no one thought that they were yeah. harmless. Well, we learned. We learned. Brett, I'm a betting guy. I bet uh, football all season. We're going to culminate with, as we speak right now, it's, it's uh, 
It's the uh, Kansas City Chiefs minus three and 56 and a half is the over under. People want to root for the favorite and they also want to root for the over all the time. I think the lines are a little bit skewed. Should Brady be an underdog in the Super Bowl? Yes. This one. Yes. Everything, you know, changing teams is hard. Changing teams in 43, it's never been done before. The last time the Buccaneers were in the uh, in the Super Bowl was based virtually 20 years ago, close to it. Um, he didn't get to practice with his teammates because of the pandemic. Didn't get to meet with his teammates because of the pandemic. Kansas City, same thing, but they were all together. You know, last year they won a Super Bowl together. Same guys. So it's not like they're learning anything new. So everything points to Kansas City. Hmm. And, and look, Tom's been to 10 Super Bowls now and won over half of those. But he should be the underdog. All right. What about 56 and a half? Think about this. 28-27 doesn't get it done. That's a lot of points for a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me, is it going to be high scoring? I said, no, because everyone expects it to be high scoring. I don't think it'll be seven to three, but I don't know if you know. Kansas City reminds me a lot of the Rams, the greatest show on turf, Kurt Warner and uh, Tory Holt and uh, Isaac Bruce and uh, Marshall Falk. Who do you stop? Who do, who do you say we're going to take out of the game? Because when you do that, the other three or four are going to make you pay. So. Uh, Buccaneers defense calls themselves the Gravediggers. Normally, that would be not a great thing to let the other team know that you're calling yourselves the Gravediggers. But they came and they backed it up last week. Yeah, I thought. I don't think anyone can argue with the with the uh, when I say that the hottest team in football, regardless of AFC NFC, going into last week's game was the Packers. The last five to ten games, they were unconscious. And um, I, I really didn't think at Lambeau um, they they could hold the Packers and Aaron in check, but they did. They did. I, I give them a lot of credit, man. They 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 played pretty doggone good. All right. Well, I've uh, if you don't know me, I've uh, I spent about twenty years on Wall Street, and I've been an investor, and I do very well in that world, Brett. I do. I've done well. I do well. One thing I suck at is betting. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay plus three and, fi- and the under on 56 and So what you're telling me is I should do just totally <laughs> the opposite. You, you, might want, you, <laughs> might, you may want to have a little action on, your, on, on Mahomes. Some of the other prop bets, you see this one? Over 56 and a half, you got that one. What color Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach? Clear water, red, pink, blue, yellow lime, orange, or other? Is that COVID allowed? Protocol, you know, I don't Al? Know. I don't know. I'm not sure. This is a straight I, up, straight I, I, up I, I, the betting. I'm, I'm, betting I'm sort of joking. I know. Here. I know. I mean, I know. I'm, I'm mean, working with you. I'm going to go with uh, orange. Well, if I if I think if I think uh, Buccaneers are going to win, I'm going to have to go with the. They're probably drinking red red Gatorade. Any other colors? Team colors? They're not red. Well, well there is some red. Like red, and, yeah. red and yeah, gold. I guess gold and red, right? I, yeah. All right, let's do this. Um, you spend a lot of time on your phone, Brett. 
have you ever opened Twitter, Facebook, or your laptop, and all of a sudden, something that you've been searching for, maybe you're looking for a present for Deanna or, I don't know, just tooling around the Internet, all of a sudden, that exact same thing or something just like it pops up on the side of your screen. Um, I, I'm, I'm aware of that, but not really. Well, it, it, it's just, an, by the way, it, you can basically tell what someone's doing for the last four hours just by watching what ads come up on this. It's, it's, it's pretty annoying. It's, it's actually more than annoying. It's, it's pri- invasion of privacy. But you don't have to worry about that anymore. We have a new partner, IP Vanish, and IP Vanish is a virtual private network. It's called a VPN, which helps you safely browse the Internet. You can use it on your phone, your laptop, and it works on computers, tablets, everything. Your fire stick, when you use a VPN, all your data is encrypted. Now, what you're reading, what you're searching, what you're watching, all that stuff is important because what they're doing, what, what marketing companies are doing is they're buying that information that Brett Favre is, is, is searching on Google or, or at Walmart. What's he looking for? And they're selling it to other retailers. I think it's an invasion of privacy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it is. So, IP Vanish, it's a VPN. What it allows you to do for $3.49 a month or $27.99 a year, you can protect your online privacy security. And because they love the show, they're hooking us up with a huge special offer 65% off. Go to IPVanish.com slash Farv, F A V R E. We all know that. And claim your 65% savings. IP Vanish is the best of the best. And we want you to show these guys some love. Everyone who's listening, ipvanish.com slash Favre. Get the deal and start protecting yourself online. I can't tell you yeah. how much they can tell what they know about you just by where you're surfing. Yeah, and, and at $27.99 a year. That's cheap. That's way cheap. All right, IP Vanish again, everybody. Let's stay in sports for a little bit. I want to get into yeah. some of the other fun, fun stuff, but stay in sports. Quarterbacks being traded, quarterbacks being wanting out of their, their situation. Deshaun Watson wants to leave. Uh, the Texans, um, there's a possible trade on the, on the books going from, uh, for, for uh, Goff. Um, looks like he may be leaving the ramp. Your, what are your thoughts on the, these quarterback scrambles going on? And, and should quarterbacks, should players have a say in, in where they go, or should the team's uh, GMs have that? Well, I'm a little bit that? old school in, in my thoughts. Um, I feel like, the player should play. It's hard enough to play. It's sort of like in comparison to a head coach also being the GM. It can be done, and, and you know a few have succeeded at it. Only a few, maybe less than a Bill few. Parcells was he a GM and coach? I'm not sure. He he's, he had a lot of control though. A lot of control. Yeah. Um, but you know, a player needs to focus on what he's doing and what he's paid to do, and it's a lot of money. I just find it difficult and and not I just don't know if it serves you well to to first of all want to be included in yeah. you know I could just see me going to Ron Wolf who traded for me and saying Ron I want to sit in on the draft. <laughs> I mean I know I know it's comical. I mean we'll we'll take all offensive linemen for the first five rounds. You know, you, you, I mean, it, it's laughable. But that's sort of what and – and I think a lot of Deshaun Watson. I, I've uh, visited with him for a few minutes. Uh, I think he's a heck of a player. Um, trust me. He, I, every player has 
their likes and dislikes and who they would want to throw to or hand off to or who they would want to coach them. But I, I just don't know if that, that that's that, your place. That Jared Goff, uh, Garofalo trade. So you have two quarterbacks, right? They're good. They're good ball players. Yeah. What does that get you as a trade? Why? Why would both or either one teams want to? Yeah, it's, make it's this like trade? why? Why are you trading for the guy that they're trying to get rid of, and why are they trading for the guy they're, that you're wanting to get rid of? They're both almost in a very similar situation. They've had a couple of good. They've had a, at least a good year. And, yeah. You know, they've then they trailed off a little bit. What is it about a trade that's going to make them a better quarterback or make the team better? Um, that's a good question. I think for the organizations that are, I mean, if if it's true. If they're, they're in the works, then they feel like this player better suits hit the team that he would be traded to offensive style. You know, maybe, you know, we're trading Jared Goff and we've, he's been good, mm-hmm. a little bit inconsistent. And he just, the style of coaching or the play calling that I have, I, th- I think this quarterback over here fits my style better. Sometimes, I mean, I, sometimes I don't know. change I mean, just wakes people up, right? Sometimes change. You know, a, a, a good example is Tannehill. Was in Miami, right? Kind of got lost in the shuffle, right? Kind of reemerged as a as up and coming quarterback with the Titans. All right, let's do this, Rob. Let's hear some sound. I want to hear. Uh, let's hear a courtside Karen. Apparently, LeBron James had it had enough of of Karen on courtside. Rob, you got it. Roll it. Listen, let me tell you. LeBron James looked at my husband during the game and cussed him out. And I stood up and I go, "Don't f-ing talk to my husband. Talk to my husband one more time, and I will f- you up." And he started fighting with me. He goes, "Shut your mouth, dumb bitch!" And I go, "You shut your f-ing mouth, bitch." So what in the oh, hell? So, oh. so what that was is uh, they're, they're playing in L.A. and uh, there's someone courtside and and, and LeBron uh, uh, Karen and that's that's the nickname for any anyone who who you know has a tendency to kind of bitch and moan about stuff. She went at LeBron and uh, <laughs> she got tossed from the game. I didn't know that. Uh, you can tell <laughs> I keep up with the current events, but. You ever get heckled like that? I, I, I've gotten heckled like that, but you're not. It's it's, it's a you're kind of a little more shielded or protected in a football right um, football game. You know, Lambeau's actually one of the fields that like fifty yard line seats. If you're down at the bottom, you're like right there on the bench. There's not much room. Others, but I remember one of one of my uh, my favorite stories about being heckled. So I'm I'm at Oakland. We played out in Oakland in my career, maybe five times, maybe maybe a couple more. So we we get out there, you know, and it's it's a big time difference. It's still daylight. It's sunny. I get there three hours before the game, maybe even a little bit early. It was like a five o'clock kickoff. It was an odd time. So uh, both teams have to come in at the old stadium. You you walk out like on the fifty out of the same tunnel. And you kind of emerge in the same. It's like as I walk out, you know, I'm gonna go out, and just kind of walk around, and maybe toss a little bit, just goof off. And there's Kenny Stabler standing there, uh, Fred Blitnikoff, a couple other guys, and I stop and talk to him. And, it, and there, I, this guy is behind me in the bleachers. There's like eight people this early in the stands, and he's hollering, "Farve!" <laughs> And I'm, I'm trying to. Is he, he's a Raider Nation guy. Well, I, had, I, I didn't want to look. I, mean, right. I, 
I've learned over the years just blow them off, and they'll you know the, the guy's going to go horse. Well, I'm trying to have a conversation with the snake. We, you know, we're we're talking and Forf! finally, I, my, against better judgment, I said I'm going to turn and look because this guy is like relentless. When I turn and look, it's the Raider Nation guy got the shoulder pads with the spikes, and he's got a son who's like seven years old. And they both give me the finger. <laughs> both of them. And I'm like, only Oakland. I, I mean, I, I had to laugh. But, so that's probably my worst heckling. That, that, was that the, the toughest stadium to go into? That was, I mean, I mean there's, Philadelphia's got to be. Philadelphia probably was worse. Worse, yeah. yeah. Because of the fans. Yeah. yeah if tough. you like TV timeout, you backed up on your own five. Yeah. <laughs> the, little, the little whiskey bottles that you would get on. Airplanes, yeah. Yeah. they would throw them at you. Yeah. There was a fifty percent chance if you're if you're watching a football game in Philadelphia that you'd be involved in a fight, maybe or, plus or, or minus, or be like right next to it. <laughs> That's right. You're, yeah, six degrees of separate. It's like one degree of separate. You go see a, a Philadelphia Eagles game. You have no more than one degree of separation from a fight. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know uh, when when they have a a jail in the yeah. in the stadium. You know, something that you may not even know about stadiums, every stadium has a jail. Do you know how I know o- this? Only one team uses theirs. I've been arrested. I've been in a stadium jail. It's a true story. Probably 30 years ago, I'm going to see an all-star game in Chicago with my father. I'm in college. I come up. I've got two tickets to a, no, it was a world, all-star game. All-star game. I got two tickets. I'm thrilled. I actually have three. So I, my dad myself, I have an extra ticket. What do I do? I go outside the stadium and I sell, I scalp the extra ticket. I sell it for 500 bucks, I think, or whatever it was. No sooner do I hand that guy the ticket, he gives me the cash. I got a, I got a handcuff on my wrist. They bring me down and every stadium has this. It's, it's, it's basically a drunk tank, you know, and, and I got busted for scalping a ticket. And I spent the first three innings of the All-Star game down there. And my dad was up in, in the seats. I came up. He's like, what happened? I said, don't ask. I Whatever. thought you were going to tell me like you had your shirt off. You were far. far. You were obnoxiously <laughs> drunk, throwing popcorn and hot dogs at someone. No, no. It was scalping tickets. I scalped the ticket and, and and missed three innings of the All Star game with my father, who I didn't get to see quite. Did you miss anything? Much. I don't remember. I remember, but it's a story I can tell forever. Brett, Brett um, this is February second. It's Groundhog Day. We have something for you. Let's take a listen. Hi. What do you think? Are you happy? This one? Is it this one? Okay. Okay. Oh, you, you're beautiful today. All right. We think we have a prediction. Shingle shaker. Can you read the prognostication? It's a beautiful morning, this I can see, with all my fans viewing virtually. My faithful followers being safe and secure, our tradition of Groundhog Day must endure. But now, when I turn to see, there's a perfect shadow cast of me. Six more weeks of winter there will be. So that's it. Six that dude, more. He needs a laugh. Oh, oh, oh. Did you hear the beginning? Did you hear the beginning? Oh, you're beautiful today. Yeah, who's a who's a good groundhog? Who's a good groundhog? Go boy. 
So Paxitani, Phil saw his shadow. Six more weeks of winter. He's on mushrooms or something. <laughs> By the way, I looked this up. I, I, I use the Google machine. Paxitani Phil is right 35% of the time. So he's better than most meteorologists. Or, conversely, uh, now, we're not going to get I'm six joking, meteorologists. Well, Please don't. Gonna you, have some friends, you have some friends, right? You have some friends. I love Jim Cantori. It's, it's, you do? I, I mean, he, you know, he's a warrior. Do you don't think they fake it when, when there's a so, hurricane and they're, they're probably you know, they're standing? What, you know, it, it, first of all, the Weather Channel's base is in Atlanta. Okay. And right. uh, if anyone really cares. And it, I think they have one of those storm rooms in the back. And they're like, all right, Jim, you're going to be in three feet of water today. We're gonna- a, a green screen? Actually, I know. Do, do you not remember? There's, there's a, there are Google this, too. There are a bunch of, of videos of, me, of people, weather guys, on the street getting blown. Looks like they're getting blown apart. And then a couple of people walking by in flip-flops and shorts, like, waving to the camera. And get, it's like, that's, what, that's what's really going on. I'm going to have to ask Jim next time I see him. you know him? Yeah, not not well enough to call him up, uh, but he was in Hattiesburg several times, like during hurricanes, hurricanes, or, right, sure. uh, sure. tornado outbreak or something. Seems like a good guy. Yeah, I think part of part of me would like to do that because I mean, think you would be a weatherman if you're if you're a weatherman. Yeah, and you're always in studio. You could see where I think over time you like put me out on the front lines. I've I, I cannot stand it in here anymore. So. All right, Jim, you're going to the wildfires right in the middle. We're going to drop you off right in the middle of the wildfire. You know, you know I mean, yeah, that that's probably a little extreme, but you got to get out and – Yeah. I no, mean, no, I, no, I'd no. be like, look, I can't stand it in, in, in this being cooped But you don't think they find the, 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 the windiest place with the trees blowing the most and like, oh, we're out here. I can barely keep my footing. I can I can I can't even think think straight right now. The wind is blowing in my face. I can barely see you. And then and they're in the studio like ah, oh, there's Cantori again. Found the found the windiest place. Has anyone ever gotten hurt being a weatherman? Oh, I'm sure there's. Well, I, I tell you, uh, Mike Bettis, who is also on the Weather Channel, almost died. And they were doing a tornado outbreak of Kansas somewhere middle of the country, and got real close. And it it changed and switched on them, and uh, I mean they're 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 rolling, and the the trucks like just the camera gets knocked out, but you can see Wait, the truck flipping. A, right? Is this a true story? Or no, it's you, true. Or did you watch Twister? That sounds like the theme, of the plot. In I Twister. have a, fu- a, a a little quick funny story about Twister. When it came out, I was in rehab in K- Topeka, Kansas. And me and my wife, Deanna, went. I, I had a, a weekend break. That, you know, if you earn a pass. So we went to a movie in Kansas. The opening movie was Twister. Right. It was opening night. And we had a tornado um, warning. And during the show, I'm like, this, you know, this, this, is, is this really happening? But then they're like, no, this is a real drill. I mean, <laughs> so... Fortunately, it didn't hit us. Let's talk a little about this. Let's face it. Taking trips to the post office is probably not what you want to spend your time on. And that's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com, you mail and ship anything, anywhere, anytime, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less 
with discounted rates from uh, the U.S. Postal Service and UPS and more. Yeah, you know, there's a few things I know about Stamps.com. They save people money, like big money, and lots of time. And And I think the time part of it maybe is... is And also, Brett, do you and I want to walk into a crowded post office right now with... I don't want to walk into a crowded post office, period. No, really either. But with Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS all in one place, basically turning your computer into an all-in-one shipping station with discounts. 40% 40% off post office rate. Listen, I'll take it. 40% off, 62% off UPS shipping rates. Must have for any small business. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. So I don't need, like, special paper no. Crazy equipment. No, no, that's why we love it. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. It's no wonder nearly one million small businesses already use Stamps.com. So stop wasting time going to the post office. It's kind of gross in there sometimes. Go to Stamps.com. Instead, no risk. And with our promo code, Bowling, see far, I get a promo code too. Promo code, uh, Bowling, to get special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in bowling, B-O-L-L-I-N-G. That's stamps.com, promo code bowling. Yeah, so never go to the post office again. But I, but I, what is a digital, is, a digital scale, is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, like, I think it's a little scale. You, you get that. Or is it, is it, it like, you know, it comes is with it, it. Is it virtual? No, it comes no. with it. It's a physical oh. scale, yeah. So we actually hold something in our hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's actual. It's not We're like in that world like, now where everything's like. Yeah. I think the beauty of it is I don't have to hand. I can probably leave it in my front door, right? Just leave it out my door. Yeah, come pick it up. Small business. Someone will come pick it up. You don't, have, you don't have to touch it. You don't even go near any human beings. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I really do. Um, I, I don't want to be cooped up in my house forever, but I want to. Whatever I want to do, I want to do. Whatever I don't want to do, I, I don't want to do it. I think this is, this is awesome. We're, 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 I signed up. Me too. All right, Bitcoin, Brett. Now, we, had, right, we had a little conversation before, before we started the show, and, and Poncho came in, and Poncho's one of Brett's good friends, a great guy, and you know, we started talking a little bit about Bitcoin. Turns out Poncho knows a, a bit about Bitcoin, but my man here... I have no clue. I've heard about Bitcoin. I've never seen any. I don't know what they look like. So no one's ever seen it. That's that's what that's what scares me. There's something that you can't touch it. You can't touch it. Can't put it in your pocket. Um, You don't exchange it like physically. It's an electronic transfer. That scares me. We just got done talking about how they can steal your identity and Mm. all that stuff. That's a good point. That is a very very good point. If if you're resting on a virtual currency, yeah, you better get IP vanish. You better get IP vanish. You better get the FBI. That's very good. Well done. Um, but Bitcoin, now $35,000 a Bitcoin. I've been playing around with this for four years or so. 6000 down. Watch it go down to three, up to 15, up to 20, back down to 15, up to 42, down to 35000 Look, there's something here. It's, it's when everyone starts talking about it, then it becomes value. So Bitcoin, look at Bitcoin as gold. So gold, I know you can touch gold, but can you really touch all the gold? 
And is gold really worth what everyone – and where is all Yeah, who, who was the first person that said gold? It's worth something. I, it, it was a rock. Or, yeah, know. it was mined and – yeah, but, but the question I, is but, – but, well, Where is it, though? I mean, do we know? I mean, I know it's supposed to be in Fort Knox and other places, but I'm not sure it's even – No, I, I, I got – yeah, it's, I'm with you. It's literally all you have to – it's a trust game, right? Bitcoin, people – the problem with Bitcoin is it started as this way to, to negotiate deals – and the black market, in the underworld, in prostitution, and drugs, and things like that. But now it's becoming mainstream, and no one, no one really knows about it. As people start talking, Elon Musk, yeah. Elon Musk, the, the world's richest man, put Bitcoin on his, on his Twitter header, and it made Bitcoin jump up about 15%. Yeah, you know, um, I, 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 I get it, but I don't get it. Um, All right, your phone. You can pay with your phone now, right? You can just swipe the phone. You're not actually picking currency out of your pocket and paying for it. It's going through your phone. It's but I have to have Bitcoin already. You do. Or, you, with, or, with or I have to buy it. Well, you'll, you'll buy Bitcoin, so you'll take physical cash out of your bank account. You'll go through one of these, quote-unquote, Bitcoin wallet companies who will hold your money and negotiate Bitcoin for you. You want to buy Bitcoin, you buy it. Your money goes into their account. They give you Bitcoin. Now you have, you have coin. Okay, and so, you can use this on, on more – well, there's only a handful of retailers now. But when the, when the thing goes mainstream, I'm, I'm a huge, Correct me huge if I'm wrong. Thing. Right now, if I wanted to buy a Bitcoin, mm-hmm. 35000 Yeah, but you can buy whatever. You can buy $20 of Bitcoin if you want. You can buy pieces of Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a whole coin. You can, it's, you know, just now like it's you, not the time to buy it. Oh, I think it is. I mean, I, I, I've watched it go, like I said, from 6 to 3 to 9 to 3 to – 15 to 10, and, and I just, I think, I think it's going to go to 400,000 a Bitcoin. So it's on the stock market. It's not on the stock market. It's, so it's, it's, it's a it's, market, but it's not okay. the stock market. And, and you're, you're touching on something that's really important. It's not very regulated right now. The SEC is trying to regulate it the way they would regulate a stock or yeah. gold or, or things like that. They just don't know how it works yet. Well, they're not alone. Yeah, well... <laughs> But here's the thing. If you have a conversation with someone, now everyone knows what Bitcoin is, but no one's in it. And that is important. There's one other aspect to it. Bitcoin, no one knows who, who developed it, but, but it's an algorithm that when 21 million Bitcoins get mined, that's it. The supply stops right there. This is why I think it's going to eventually, whether it's next year or Where's years, it? How many is out there now? I believe so. 15 or 16 million Bitcoin. Who capped it at 21 million? The, 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 the inventor, whoever, whoever came up with this Bitcoin idea, well, if, capped it at 21 million. Does that person want to remain anonymous? Mm-hmm. It's anonymous. He or she is anonymous. I mean, with so, our technology? I mean, I don't know. What, what, here, here, good, here's the thing. No one's fighting the fact that it's going to stop at 21 million. They believe it will top out and stop at 21 million if PayPal now takes Bitcoin. So... You can, if you're on a PayPal, you have a PayPal account. You don't have to put money in your PayPal account. You can put Bitcoin in your, in your PayPal account. You can use PayPal to buy anything. Target said they're looking at it. There's a football player with the Carolina Panthers who's being at least partially paid in Bitcoin, if not full salary, partial salary, can't remember his name. So it's becoming more mainstream. If you cap supply and increase demand, there it is, economics one hundred and one. Prices go up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still like, uh, still a disbeliever. I'm not trying I'm to not, talk I'm you not, into I'm it. I'm not saying I, I, 
I kind of like to stick to what I can can wrap my head around, yeah. Yeah. which is very little. Um, it's it's like the stock market. I mean, I, that's a good point. Look at that. When you invest in a stock, do you have any idea where your money's going? No, no, no a lot of trust thing. there. There's a lot. They, it's all based on trust. Yeah, no, no, no question. About and that's it. why you're seeing some of this, the crazy, wacky stuff that's going on Wall Street in the last two weeks is that trust has been shaken. Now, this is a great story. Are you, are you following the, the Reddit traders versus the, the um, do, do, doggy? The, well, no, no, but they're playing in the, in the doggy coin. The Reddit traders are a group of people who are there. So Reddit is like a, a, a messaging system, a, a, like a, basically a bulletin board. So it's a Twitter-ish type of thing, right? So literally thousands of little traders, a few hundred bucks in their account, a few thousand bucks in their account, were up on this message board saying, we really should do something about this. We should get together because we don't like what's going on with the hedge funds making all the money, and this little guy's never get, to, never get a chance to make yeah. any money. So they aggregate their, their wealth, they aggregate their, their buying power, and they go and they pick a stock that the hedge funds are Playing to go down, they're short, so they, hedge funds have a risk if that stock goes up, and they pick GameStop, something these kids know. They play games all day long. They love the games. They're 24-7 PlayStation, so they love GameStop. They knew it, and they, they, they ran the hedge funds in, Brett. They just took them to the woodshed. The hedge funds say GameStop was about $20 a share when they started playing this. A couple of days, it was $60 a share. Hedge funds lose all the way up. These young Reddit traders, young guys, little guys, and gals making money all the way up, hedge funds losing, went to 60, went to 80, went to 100, went to 200, went to 300. The hedge, the, the best part of this was the hedge fund managers going on CNBC crying the blues. It's got to stop. This isn't fair. It was perfectly fair. It's a free market. You gotta, there's nothing wrong with people getting together, aggregating their money, and buying some yeah, stock. We're going to put it in this, yep. put it in that. They ran it straight up. And then they went to the next thing. They went to AMC, Bowling Alley's movie theater. Yeah. Same thing. Ran that one up. They make a ton of money. Hedge fund. Sh- should we follow them? So here's the, here's the kicker. You got to know when to get out. <laughs> you know, you yeah. got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. Um, one, of the, one of the bigger of these Reddit traders started with, a, I think he had a couple hundred thousand dollars in his account. It's a good amount of money, right? Yeah. $47 million a couple of days later. Forty-seven million. He this made guy, four, this of, one guy made forty-seven million dollars on GameStop and whatever other the, yeah. the things they're they're playing around with. Well, the day that one company said, "Hold on, we're not, we're not doing this right now." It's called Robinhood Trading. There was a clearinghouse. Technically, it's, it, it gets in the weeds, but Robinhood questioned this whole process. Kind of weird that they're called Robinhood because they yeah. was questioned the little guy. GameStop crashed for a day. He lost $15 million in one day. This is a guy with, he's, got a couple, he's got basically his whole life savings up in his account. And then it turned around two days later and you know, it, it ran off to the races. But it's, it's the volatility. Here's the point I'm getting at. All this wackiness, all this crazy stuff is going on because people aren't sure what the rules of the game are right now and if the rules are going to change. If the rules stayed the same, they could have run GameStop up to 2000 Well, I don't, I don't know the rules. I, I don't... I don't. We pay someone to manage our, and again, there's a, a lot of trust in it. Mm-hmm. I, I had a uh, a guy tell me one time about the stock market. He said he he paid attention to it all the time, and I said, 
you really understand that? You like doing that? You like paying attention to that? And he goes, I wish I was like you. He said, when you watch it every day, you just, you, it's a, it's a up and down. You're up, you're down, just like stock market. Mm. And he said, you're better off finding out what it is in a year. You know, I mean, and I, I know there's examples that you, you know, you need to pay more attention to it quarterly or, or but, his point was, it's up, it's down. It's up, it's down. It's up. Yeah, you drive yourself crazy if you watch it. Yeah, every so movie. if you would go day by day, and that, that, I mean, you said you were on Wall Street. I mean, I can imagine the ebbs and flows. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you, you walk out of there and, and you know, you go have coffee with a friend. They go, you look like you've aged five years in the last two weeks. <laughs> How about watching a market trade all through the night, every night? So you, you spend your day in the street, which I did. I go home, have dinner, hang out for a little bit, maybe have a cocktail. All of a sudden, the Asian markets open up. Now I'm worried the Asian markets are going to affect the U.S. markets tomorrow. So I'm up all night, one eye on the computer, just watching what's going on. It's, it's, it's a mouse. Yeah, and I don't understand it. So you're watching the, the computer. Yeah. You're watching to make a move potentially in a hurry? So when you spend a lot of time doing what I did – you develop positions. You develop a book. I have, you know, I have energies trades. I got gold trades. I have currency trades. I have this stock. I have that stock. It's just, it's almost like, it is like gambling. So you have a bunch of action out there, right? You have a bunch of games. You got a halftime, pro, you got bets all over, the, all over the board. And you start watching it, but you can't pull them all back at the end of every day. You got to keep them on. You get destroyed in commissions. You get killed. Every, if, you're, if you're watching this stuff, you're pulling it back and putting it back on every day. So now you, you worry, what's going to happen when I wake up tomorrow? How, how, how is this going to be? I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. I was, uh, I had natural, it was, it was a kind of New York. It was kind of a mild winter so far in the, in the 40s in the winter. Was nothing really crazy going on. I was a big natural gas trader. I was an energy trader, right? So I thought not much demand. It's kind of warm out here. Natural gas prices have to go down, so I played natural gas prices gone. Much like the hedge funds were playing GameStop, AMC to go down, thinking they're going to go yeah. down, they'll be able to buy it back cheaper. Sell high, buy low. Do it that way instead of buy low, sell high. You just do it in reverse, right? So now I'm natural gas is going down. My son was in preschool, and it was my day to, to read a book for the little preschoolers. And I got a big position on natural gas is going down, doesn't matter. It's kind of warm out here. There's not going to be a lot of Northeast demand for natural gas. I go read the book. I read Spider and the Fly. If you've never read Spider and the Fly, it's the most compelling book ever written. It doesn't matter what, if, you're, if you're 50, 30, or 5 years old. It is just the most interesting story. It applies to everything we do. A great story. So I'm reading Spider and the Fly. Now the weather starts to turn. It's getting cooler outside. I'm hearing... Cantori's Weather Channel telling me that there's a Canadian air mass that might be coming down into the northeast. Traders are starting to panic. East Coast heating people are starting to panic. They're buying natural gas to go up. Every penny it goes up, I'm losing a lot of money. You're going to all hell. And, I, and, and I'm reading Spider on the Fly, and I'm like, okay, just you know, a few more minutes, I'm going to get out of here. And I literally go, hey, guys, okay, boys and little five-year-olds, what, uh, any questions? <laughs> Worst <laughs> idea I've ever done. 20 hands go up, and I'm there two more hours, Brett, just explaining why the fly 
was going to get eaten by the spider. How the fly got caught. How did the spider get the fly to go back to the back room and get caught in the wet? And is it, well, yeah, but, but didn't, the, didn't, the, didn't the fly's mom tell him he, she shouldn't go back there? It was just two hours later. I'll never forget that. I walk on the trading floor. My guy works with who's my, my clerk. They call me. They do your profit and losses. I was down. I shouldn't even say that. I was down $2 million Ooh. for the morning. Ooh. Just for the morning. Just from overnight because a Canadian air mass came down. But that, those are the trials and tribulations. So the lesson there is take your positions off before. Or watch the Weather Channel. Or watch Jim Cantore in the Weather Channel. See how it always comes back to all, that. all you had to do was just see that eight hours from now, there's a nor'easter coming in. Yeah. Had I known. I think they're better at it than this was about 2005 yeah, they, they or so. Yeah, so they are better. All right. Well, before we go, let's talk about this. We want to take one more minute and thank our friends at IP Vanish for doing an amazing job keeping us safe online. You found our podcast. So, you know what? You're probably online quite a bit and you spend a lot of time online. So, you are you keeping your data safe and private? IP Vanish can help you do that for a great price. So, uh, I was going to ask you, why is that so important? But, well, I mean, it goes without saying. It does go without I mean, really. So here's what happened. These Internet companies, they go out and they buy your search. They literally buy from Google, from wherever you're searching, bang. Wherever cookies. You're, they're buying your cookies. That's 100% right. They're buying your cookies. <laughs> they're yeah. buying your cookies. And then they're selling you their, they're selling you their product. I mean, it's a brilliant yeah. marketing strategy. No, it but, is. But maybe is. You, don't, you don't want that. So all you have to do is go to IP Vanish. They'll help you keep your data protected. $3.49 a month, $3.49 a month, or just $27.99 a year. And you get an, an anonymous IP address. And that's, that's really where it's at. Because once you're anonymous with your IP, they're not finding you. It's going to be encrypted. This means your personal IP address can't be traced or tracked by anyone on the web. Uh, get protection when using public Wi-Fi. This is a big one. If you're walking through an airport and you log into their Wi-Fi, that thing is under assault. That thing is being sold. Everything you do, every, every letter you touch... Someone's taking that and, and, and using that and selling it. That's why they all, they all want you to sign up in all these public places. So, some people have lots of time on their hands yeah. to, to figure out how to steal your cookies. Yeah. <laughs> which, which uh, you know, sounds delicious. And, and it sounds like uh, most people out there, like me, you know, like you wonder what the cookies thing is, but obviously they, they can handle that. But Cookies are valuable. Yeah, and I, I need help with tech, technical stuff just like everyone else. And um, I can call them. You can call them. Yep. You know, it's 24-7 technical staff that, that can walk you through and if you need that. And get this, Brett. They love the show. So they want to hook you up with a 65% off right now. Just go to IPVanish.com slash FARV, F-A-V-R-E, and claim your 65% savings. IP Vanish is the best of the best, even rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot with more than 6,000 reviews. Remember, it's IPVanish.com slash Farv to get the deal and start protecting yourself online. Kind of creative name. IP Vanishes. It's gone. Why didn't I think of that? Um, Rob, what, what do we have? Do we have any? Do we want to play a game? You can do whatever you want to do here. So I gave you a couple options at the end of the show for some stuff to. Uh, yeah. How, to how long about. did we go so far? Well, you're at about fifty minutes. So you're fifty. Clo- yeah, you're closing in on an hour. Damn, it goes fast. It does, doesn't it? Flies. I mean, yeah, but it, this, if I had a better co-host, it would. <laughs> it would. It would have been done like, by man, now. We would have been over ten. I'd minutes. be home. 
You'd be, you'd be home in bed. That's right. That's right. Um, do you want to do... Uh, no, I want to have some fun. Let's, okay. Let, let's, let's try this. You want to do big time versus prime time? Or do you want to do... Uh, let's, let's do them both. Let's you want to do them both? both? And, yeah. Okay, so we had one idea, which was, uh, what was it, date, debate, or terminate? What's the idea here? I love this. this so, is so I give you three options. Yeah. One of them you love, one of them you'd like to talk to, and one of them's got to go, I guess is the idea. Yeah, so like close Br- enough. Brady, Mahomes, and Breeze. Who who do you love? So why don't we let Brett go first? On so so Brett, your your options are we give you three names. Your options are to date them, debate them, or terminate them. <laughs> this is bad for to. NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> Brett Favre, who would you like to terminate? <laughs> um, so basically, the the date would be who I would start a team with. Pretty much. More, I mean, if you, if you want to do that, or have it. Or have a, a bite to eat with. How about that? Yeah, all right. Oh, get, get a bite or play to eat. a ground golf with. Play around golf. Go. Brady Mahomes breeze, date, debate, terminate. Um I th- I think I would would uh I'd have to go with, with Brady on uh dinner or golf. Mm-hmm. Um no no question. I, I love all three. I think all three are incredible. But I just want to know how Brady did it, if there, if he, if if he would divulge secrets. I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't. Who do, you, who do you want to debate? That leaves Mahomes or Breeze to debate, and you got to terminate the other one. I'm a, since I think he's retiring, I'm gonna terminate Drew, who, <laughs> okay. who's a good friend. He's so good. I'm he's been, so smooth, isn't he? <laughs> so good. Isn't he? A tiptoe around he the landmine. De- debate Mahomes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Rob. Okay. Why, why don't you give me one? Uh, you want you okay? How about um, Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you got, Eric? Date, debate, terminate. Um. Okay. This All might right. hit a little close to home. Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> a little bit. I kept for for those listening. I, I yeah. spent twelve years at Fox News. <laughs> a we, little bit close. To we home. had a little bit of a kind of rocky breakup, but whatever. Kick them to the curb. I f- terminate them. Gone. Fox News, terminate. Gone. Done. Goodbye. I'm with you. So now I'm down to CNN and MSNBC. I, this is easy for me. I want to debate MSNBC for sure because, I, you know, yeah, I like to t- take on, you know, some of those wacky anchors there. And I want to date CNN <coughs> because I, I, you know what, people, I, I don't. I think there's uh, of all the three. I think they're the most down the middle. Yeah, I, really do. I, I would agree. So, so now I'll, and now, present, and, I, and I'll debate them. I'll I'll date them. I'll debate MSNBC, and I'll terminate Fox. And this is probably a stupid question, but MSNBC is that a version of or a derivative from NBC? Yeah. So NBC started the broadcast, and they realized they have so many more, so much more content to put up. Yeah. So then they went to CNBC, yeah. which is their cable, their, their financial wing of NBC. Okay. And then MSNBC was originally a, a partnership with Microsoft, so MSNBC. And then eventually they, Microsoft was terminated, and they stayed with MSNBC. Okay. So they're all, all the same brand. And for, you know, for full, uh, full disclosure, I used to work at CNBC and NBC prior to Fox News. So, yeah. All right. Well, what about um, LeBron, Shaq, mm. and Jordan? Mm. Good LeBron, one. Shaq, and Michael Jordan. Jordan's the greatest ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's is often a debate, but it's usually younger, younger generation versus older generation, and and that will 
be like that for the test of time. You know, I spent, I grew up in Chicago and I spent all my years watching every Chicago sport. I, I can't tell you how that man changed the city of Chicago. Oh, no question. Michael Jordan just brought sports to no question. Chicago and, and, and made us just love sports again. It was, it was rough being a, a Chicago sports fan back in the day. Yeah, he, you know, you know what I liked about Jordan, and I'm, I'm not a basketball fan. I, I, don't, I, I don't mean no disrespect. I just I never played it, I, I, you know, goof off of, you know, around the house. But that guy was like Tom Brady. And, and Tom Brady's like Jordan. You knew if he had the ball at the end, it was over. But, but also, you know, the difference being Michael was, all, you know, he played defense. I mean, he would, he would get in the Still trenches, that. man. Yeah. They don't play defense anymore. He was as rounded a player and competitive of a player mm-hmm. as any athlete in the history of sports. Go-to man. He's no doubt. I agree with you 100%. Greatest of all time. But... Brett, you have to date, debate. All right, I'm dating or- Jordan. <laughs> oh, no. He'll use uh, LeBron a, and Shaq. There's a soundbite for uh, you. <laughs> I'm dating, I'm dating Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> uh, man. LeBron and Shaq, you're, you're, you're uh, uh, debating. I love both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go – I'm going to debate Shaq and uh, I'm going to terminate LeBron just because uh, – all right, so you're no particular reason. You're, why. I, I, I was, I was just going you with the old guys. So, so you're you're dating Jordan. You're terminating Shaq and and I know he's deba- debating Shaq. Oh, debate, he's terminating yeah, LeBron. Shaq. Oh well, he got he got destroyed like courtside Karen with LeBron. Out you know, he goes. I, I I think I'd like to also date Jordan. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to flip it. I'm going to debate LeBron. And terminate away Rob, goes Shaq. Rob, your buddy Shaq. Away goes Shaquille O'Neal. I will tell you said it. I, I, listen, total respect for the man. Yeah. Amazing basketball player. I'm just, there's, there's so many of those commercials. I'm, you know, he's got You're burned out. <laughs> I'm burned out. He's, on everywhere. he's selling everything. He's selling everything. You got to admit, though, he's good. Uh, which I, I, I can't say that I want to. Uh, Brett, you, gotta, you have a, a chai tea? Hold oh, yeah, there's a, there's a oh, coffee delivery that coming in. There you go. I think that's yours. I got the cafe. Yeah, 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 Shaq. Yeah. So, so what did I do? I terminated. You're oversaturated Shaq. on Shaq. So away he goes. Good guy though. Um, I mean, I assume he's a good guy. Oh, he's great, great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Great Very guy. smart. Yeah. Can't shoot free throws for nothing. Remember that for nothing. But that? who cares? Oh no. Nothing. Listen, don't take anything away from these guys. They're they're amazing. All right. Well, you got another one, Rob. Uh, let's do let's do music. Kanye West, Keith Urban, and Justin Timberlake. Who's up? Kanye. Keith West, Justin Timberlake. He, well, you both pick it out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know much about Kanye. Uh, I know a lot about Keith Urban and Justin Timberlake. Like them both. Uh, don't dislike Kanye, but just don't. So I'm gonna have to terminate Kanye. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Yeezus. date the old guy Keith. You're terminating Yeezus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna date the old guy Keith. My, <laughs> my, my wife loves Keith. As, as well, and he is good. And I'm gonna debate the Timberlake. Yeah, the the all all around well rounded celebrity. I mean, this guy can sing, dance, act. He can do it all. Mm. What do you think, Eric? Well, that's a tough one. I'm gonna Kanye. You can't you can't you can't terminate Kanye. He's he's a powerhouse. 
Well, my thought, too, is he's got a lot of political opinions. You guys could at least have some conversation. He ran for for president. Yeah, didn't he? He he walked. He didn't really run. I was going to say he didn't really. Too fast. Um, Let's uh, let's debate Kanye, because I want to see what... I mean, he's super, super successful. I wouldn't mind picking his brain. Yeah, I want to pick his brain, see what he's thinking about. That leaves Urban and Timberlake to date or terminate... I'm going to have to terminate Justin Timberlake. I'm sorry, oh. JT. Got to terminate. Yeah, date Keith Urban because I he's 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 got a great tattoo. Love his tattoo. <laughs> Is that it? I love the it. tattoo. Listen, I'm, I'm into. I'm yeah, a sucker cool. for a tattoo. <laughs> for a guy with a tattoo. <laughs> uh, do you want to do any more of these, or you want to you want to move on, or what do you want to do here? Because I put this one on here. I don't know how much you guys know about these these ladies, let's but I put. Let's Kim, you want to do that one? All right, Kim, Kim, Chloe, and Courtney Kardashian. Uh, all right. So, so I guess it's who do you like? Really, all right. So you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna really show my up on the latest and greatest. I know nothing about the Kardashians. But, <laughs> I didn't think you did. Uh, but my but my co-host. Well, you know Kim Kardashian, right? She's she was married to. Well, I mean, I've I heard the name Kanye. For I, I don't many watch years. their she show. She dated uh, who's that running back? The the the, uh, the uh, oh god, was it Reggie Bush? New Orleans, yes, Reggie, yes, Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah, she was, she was, I, I, I vaguely Reggie. remember that. Uh, but I, I Chloe, I'm not sure. Courtney, I think. She yeah, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the other one? <laughs> Kylie Jenner. How come she's not in that? Well, I'll date Kylie. I want to date Kylie Go Jenner. Ahead, I don't just, care. Just Kylie Jenner. There. Rewrite the rules. Debate cool. Kim. Did you say you wanted to date Caitlyn? No. <laughs> oh, oh, I misheard you. I, I, By the way, I, I, Brett, what an athlete! At one time, Bruce was the greatest Jenner. was the greatest for, for the younger generation who has no clue. And right. I told my uh, my youngest daughter, who's twenty one. When I got an ESPY, um, Caitlin got up and talked. And I said, no, you're not going to. Was it Caitlin or, or Bruce? At the it, time? Was Caitlin it was Caitlin this time. Yeah. And, and it was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> because his voice was still deep. Uh, and I don't know if he went through any. Her, her, uh, voice, her voice. Well. Let's be politically correct. She was Caitlin. Okay, so okay. Her, her voice was still all deep. All right. All right. So my daughter afterwards, they went. It was out in L.A. was like. Dad, that girl or woman was a man. I said, what, not only a man, the greatest athlete in the world at his in his day, the Catholic, the Catholic gold medal, the Catholic, the greatest, and he did it with such ease. I mean, there, he, there was there was no no one. She could not. Him. She, she it, it did, and I, I don't blame her. I mean, it, it, she couldn't grasp that like. Uh, that that is quite a feat. Um, On the cover of the Wheaties box back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's been great. Uh, episode one in the books, Rob. Yeah, good job, guys. Awesome. That it, was fun. We had some fun. And, that was uh, fun conversation. I liked it a lot. We might as well bank about twelve right now. We'll, we'll just, just keep, keep going. You're here. Let's just knock them all out, man. We'll, we'll cover ourselves for a month. And by the way, we're going to be on a couple of podcasts and. Sean Hannity's radio show in a little bit. There it goes. All right. Well, we're going to be with you every Tuesday as well. Every single Tuesday. Awesome. Thanks, Brett. Yep, you're welcome. Thanks, Rob. Yes, sir. Awesome. Follow the show on Twitter for the latest news and links to all our social media channels at Bowling with Favre. Bowling with Favre is executive produced by Ali Brito and Rob Jenners. This has been a presentation of Live by Live's Podcast One.